Hey, what's happening to everybody? Um, I'm getting a lot of joy. I'm getting a lot of joy out of this particular episode. The moment in time this is right now, okay? Right now, it is the 18th of January, 2022, okay? The clock in front of me says 426. That's 1626 in military time. Right now, I should be with my children. From 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., right now, I should be with my children. But guess what? I'm not. They haven't called, and they're not going to call. You know why? Because Valerie has custody, and she's holding them hostage. Valerie desires that that I be crushed. This is the 25th month of Valerie blocking my children from regular interactions with me as their father. This is completely insulting. It's very insulting. Um, I bring up uh, Olivia. Um... I bring up Olivia when I talk about my custody because Olivia, her little brother Jalen, and uh, uh, Maya, which is uh, organically Valerie's niece and my niece by marriage, um, those three have received the benefit of me as a dad and as a father figure before my children were born. And now that my children are here, my son is going to turn 11 this year and my daughter is going to turn seven this year. Now that I have my own children, Valerie decides to block me from my children. All three of those other children are adults, pretty much. Jalen, I think Jalen is probably like 16. You know, Maya is maybe 16 or 17. Olivia is maybe like 20 years old. And all of them benefited from me being in their lives. Got video footage, audio content for years because I keep track of my life. I love my life and I love my own divorce. I love that I'm no longer with Valerie. Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm the happiest divorced man you'll ever meet. Now, the custody battle doesn't make me happy. Okay, I'm being honest. It's not a good thing for a woman to block the father from having access to their own children, to his own children. It's not a good thing. But the reason that women are able to get away with it is because because when people talk about father's rights, they talk about it impersonally. Or they talk about it from a whining perspective. And the courts don't give a care. Judge Goodman, my judge in my divorce, he is not interested in making sure that my children have me as their father. He uses them the same way he does to my children the same thing that they proverbially say about the black family about what um what whites do to the black family 
Now, this is my experience with Judge Goodman, my experience with Valerie, my experience with my own children, Naomi and Nathan, my experience with uh, uh, with Lysandra, which is Valerie's best friend. And it's hilarious that Valerie's best friend looks like Fred Flintstone in the face, like a black charcoal black Fred Flintstone with pimples. It is hilarious to me. Um, it is my experience, my opinions, my experience, my armpit. <laughs> this is, this is, this is me. This is my life. This is not me slandering anybody. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling what happened. Valerie, today we had court and Valerie submitted a document to ask the judge that my podcasts be shut down. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm increasing my podcast activity because she asked the judge to violate my First Amendment rights. And the judge wisely understood, I better not do that to Matt. <laughs> he can do that to other people. Listen, in Monroe County, Wisconsin, Judge Goodman and other judges in Wisconsin they can screw over whoever they want to. Judge Goodman has a fiefdom. Okay. Valerie has enjoyed for the past 25 months. It's about to be February. So it's going to be 26 months. Valerie has enjoyed this white man's fiefdom. Judge Goodman has been a corrupt judge. And he knows he's been corrupt. And the only thing that saves him, the only thing that saves him is me not complaining. That's the only thing. I have not complained to the level that I'm about to complain. I have not complained through podcasting, through my works, through social media. And Judge Goodman knows because he's seen so many cases where he has finagled and legislated from the bench and the people don't know their rights. They don't know. So he steams rolls over them. No big deal. But he knows I've been a paralegal since I was 20 years old. Doesn't mean I'm the most knowledgeable. I haven't passed the bar. I haven't done anything special. You other than just be my own self. But Judge Goodman knows there's one thing he better not do is try to shut me up. <laughs> he knows that. And so he did not violate my rights. Valerie tried. Valerie lied. So the reason that this moment is special is because I'm supposed to have my children right now. And it is okay. It's okay. It is okay that Valerie blocks me from my children. 
Nobody does anything. Judge Goodman hasn't done anything to help me in that respect. So, you know, in court, I got that set up. One of the things I told the judge today was I said, I intend to, there's a motion in the, in the, uh, uh, there's a motion that I put in the file. And that motion, I want a date. And on that date, I don't want us to talk about nothing else. We're not going to talk about my death. We're not going to talk about no death benefits, nothing like that. We're only going to talk about Valerie being in contempt of court. So, Valerie, she's got her reasons why it's okay for her to block me from my children. She's got her reasons. And what's hilarious is this. Instead of just letting me have my children and see my children like normal, like the court order would say, even though the court order is not normal, it's it's at least I've got my children on Tuesdays for two hours, Thursdays for two hours, and six hours every other Saturday. My Thursday fell on a Thanksgiving day. Valerie did not let me see my children. And one of Valerie's cousins, Jennifer, I call her Thought Dog now, Jennifer cursed me out on that day. And I guess it's okay. Valerie hasn't corrected that. Nobody's called me to apologize. It's, Thanksgiving was a, couple, was a couple months ago. Jennifer's mother, Tina Augustus, Pastor Tina Augustus, hasn't called me to apologize. I apologize for my daughter's behavior on Thanksgiving. No. Because it's okay for Christian women to violate a man's parental rights. It's okay for that. It's okay. Because they talk about the black family and women are in a unique position where they get to have the benefit of a black man until they don't want that black man no more, which is what Valerie did to me. In other words, when I was working, I worked two jobs. I've been working two jobs ever since I was 16 years old. Okay. My first job was at Jewel, but when I was working two jobs, I was working at Omni. If you guys remember where Omni was in Chicago, which was, a, that was kind of like an offshoot of, um, of uh, Dominic's. And I was working at Kitty Lane at the same time. They were right across the street from each other. So I was making cotton candy <laughs> some days and I was cashier of the month uh, three times in a row at Omni. Okay. When I went to the military, I um, uh, 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 after two and a half years of being at you know stationed at Fort Hood for two years and had the other half of the year was I was uh, my AIT and basic training. I came out and I went into the reserves, and I worked two jobs ever since I was twenty one. Valerie, her whole time of knowing me, I've been working two jobs the entire marriage. The entire time of knowing me before marriage. The entire time before marriage, I was celibate for six years. From age 19 to 26, I was celibate. Then me and Valerie got married when I was 28. So, you know what I'm saying? We were in courtship for four years. We didn't have sex on the honeymoon. We didn't have sex for 18 months. 
And I stayed with her. And her mother's lived with us for the whole marriage. And I've been a blessing to her family. I've been a blessing to all of the people that she put me in the path with. I've been a blessing to all of them, to include Pastor Tina Augustus, to include Thought Dog Jennifer, to include Fred Flintstone Faith Lysandra. I've been a blessing to all of them. And they sat back because they're afraid of Valerie. I'm the only one. I am the only one that can properly judge Valerie. And that's what I'm about to do. This podcast, I love my own divorce. I love that I'm no longer married to her. And I love, <clears throat> I love that she feels like she's won against me. I love it. It's okay for her to feel that way. Because for 25 months, she's blocked me from my children. For 25 months. Now, what's funny about this is Valerie never, She'll never, ever, ever be honest about her true motives. She loves to talk bad about me. But I'm going to tell you what her motives are. She's mad that she lost me. She wishes that I would come back to her. Deep down, she realizes that she'll never, ever find a man as good as me. Not Valerie. There's a bunch of good men. And I'm not saying she'll never find a man. Somebody will get in bed with that heifer, that hostile heifer. Somebody will gladly have sex with her. Yuck, but yes. But I'm too good quality of a man. I'm so, I'm such a good man. I'm such a good man that that's why she's still hanging on. Listen, here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. In the next episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about my pension. Oh, it's such a funny thing. Um, I'm going to talk about my pension and how she's willing to not get married <laughs> just so she can get my pension. <laughs> and I don't get it until I'm 63, 65. <laughs> That's another 15, 20 years, woman. Dummy. Anyway. I love my own divorce. Bless you guys. Have a good one. M3Dust.com is the website. But y'all know what the deal is. Peace.